It is said that life begins at the end of your comfort zone. What are you doing with your time? Are you pushing yourself to make the most of every minute you have? Every day you have? Every week you have? Well, that's what we're going to talk about on the Uncomfort Zone. So with that said, let's get started. Okay, we're back. We're back. We're back on the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a, a guest with us today that has been on the podcast a little bit ago. I think a podcast episode two, three, and it was a bit it was it was, early. Was that, was the, early was that the height of COVID? I was an early adopter. Hmm? Height of COVID? That was at the height of COVID. It was. Yeah. Yep. It sure what was. What a time. We were summer 2020, probably. At your old house. Mm-hmm. Old house upstairs. So that third floor had been finished up and we were talking upstairs. Yeah. That's. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jonathan Owens, if we didn't already say this. Um, did you know, and I'm not stroking you to go here, mm-hmm. most listened to podcast. Get out Your of episode. Here. It was me. Your going episode, back yeah. and listening to it. Several hundred. Really? Yes. Okay. Which I'll I feel like it. was... I want to top that number with this one. With though. this one. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yours was not only encouraging, it was probably... A, I mean, it was a good listen. I mean, I, I was a great interviewer. Yeah. I had amazing questions. Yeah. I think I asked you, tell me your story. And yeah, I just you, went. Yeah, I and I think went. that was a great question from me. That was a lot of fun. That was one of my favorite times telling that story because, you know, people don't know what to do with addicts. Right. And you start talking about that stuff, people, I didn't have to deal with any of that. I didn't know who listened to it. I didn't know what the reaction was. I got to just share my heart and put it out in the ether and not have to deal with a single bit of the repercussions. Just how I like to roll. Right into the metaverse. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think think people – I think people can naturally uh, relate to a story like that because if not in that level, mm. everyone's addicted to something. Yeah, yeah. Um, your phone, entertainment, yeah. uh, laziness. Sometimes people are addicted to hard, working too hard, working too much. I oh, mean, yeah. there's everyone has that. And so to, to hear like an overcoming story is not only encouraging, but um, you s- you've successfully done it. So there's a story behind it. There's... Yeah. There's a process behind it. Early on, I was given a book called Grace and Addiction, and that's the premise of the whole book is that everybody's addicted to something, and they list out like 300 things that you could potentially be addicted to, everything from heroin to being right, mm, <laughs> like right. from money down to sugar and down to arguing, Right. certainly like social media and phones like that. So it, it has – it's a nice premise – if you are walking with people through addiction, right? Um, it's it's it kind of levels the playing field mm, because yep. a lot of times it can be like this is the degenerate in this room, and I'm trying to understand alcoholism in a vacuum instead of trying to understand it in the broader concept of addiction, which is how the mind works and right. how we're all tends yeah to latch on to things. So um, yeah, it's good stuff. First of all, you were pulling back a little on the mic, so okay, I'm gonna go back in no you're good um but with something like that even though it was that addiction was so big if you look back and i've said this on this podcast and i i'm becoming more and more of a believer of it is if you just change one thing about your life 
it can look completely different in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And you gave up one thing in your life. Mm-hmm. And it has changed your life. Yeah. Going on how many years now? Five and a half. Right. So you look back and sometimes sometimes you change your life something very small. Mm-hmm. We've had John on the podcast multiple times. He starts running. That's changed his life. Mm-hmm. He now cycles, swims, competes. That's changed his life. Yeah. And all it takes is doing something and really only those closest to you knew. You didn't you didn't blast this out on social media for yeah. everyone to know. Yeah. It, it was a quiet between it it's something you had to accomplish. And I think I think there's a lot to be said about that because I don't want to say we've lost that, but it's becoming less and less a percentage of people that are willing to not only change their life, but understand that it's going to have better yeah. better results in the end. Yeah. I was running the other day. And for everyone listening, John's got me running. John's got me training for a half marathon. Mm-hmm. And John has, not John, but you're competing in the uh, half yeah. marathon as well. Yeah. We have like 13 people. Yeah, this is this is crazy. We don't know what we're thinking. But I, I was think 12 of 10, 10 of those people don't recruit? run. How many did you recruit? Right now. I recruit 90% of 90% them. Percent of them. <laughs> Because I just want to be together. Like, yeah. I want us to do it together. And, like, how much more am I going to feel accountable to yeah. this race yeah. knowing that I'm also accountable to all these people? Because I'm not going to not – I'm not going to not execute. I'm not going to yeah. not deliver knowing that I've you got can't 10 pull other out now. people. Right, yeah. Barring maybe an injury, you can't pull out now and go, guys, sorry. Yeah. Right? You've got that many people. And not only is it encouraging watching all these people train, um, John's encouraged about it. Yeah, because just John encouraging you and I to to do this, we've encouraged other people. Yeah, and I was running the other day, and I was like, I'm not enjoying this mm-hmm. run, but I'm doing something to change my life. And I it hit me. I'm like, this is why people don't try and change their lives more because it's hard work. Yeah, it's commitment, it's dedication, it's time consuming. And I was like, ah, this is why we don't do it because we'd rather not. It's right. pain, and no one likes pain. Yeah, and that's really the only way you're going to change your life for the better. For things to change, you got to go through a little pain and discomfort. Mm-hmm. Because I think on race day, we're going to be glad we did it. Yeah, we're going to be like, that was yeah, that was something that we did for the past. It's going to be, Jul- I started training in June. You started yeah. in j- early July. Yeah. Very yeah, or late late June. I can't uh, remember when yeah. you did, but let's just say same time, June, July, August, September. October, six months, mm-hmm. six months of running, and mm-hmm. we're going to see the difference. Yeah. And I think it'll be rewarding. Yeah. My I really fr- hope no one gets injured and everyone can enjoy it, but. A lot of the folks that are doing it with us too, it really, their their experience with this this year is going to really mirror my experience in 2016. I did my first half marathon, mm-hmm. and I went from not running at all to preparing for a half marathon, and that looked like three or four days of so one it looked like How three far or out four did days you start? of training it was probably april and then the race was in november okay. no it was earlier it was august it was hot out okay um it was about 100 degrees outside the day of the race somebody died it was a crazy day oh yeah so it it was three four days of running gone and out minimum of an hour at a time but mm-hmm. it was also like breaking in unlocking muscles pain in the feet just trying to push through and 
Um, there is absolutely, there was 100% nothing like it going across that finish line. And honestly, really just passing and doing one more mile. Like that 13, that 12.1 to 13.1 was unbelievable. It was like it didn't happen. Yes, it was hard. It was hot outside. At that point, it was well above 95 degrees outside. They finished the race on blacktop. They ended up having to cut people off because it was so hot because somebody died. Hypothermia. And so another guy went to the hospital, but he he thankfully lived. But it, it's it was just absolutely unbelievable. You don't even you're not even thinking about that. All you're thinking about is I hear cheering down there. Right. I hear bells down there. Right. The finish line. Me being done with this, getting a medal, and being done. Six months of training. It's an emotional thing. Yeah. I can't wait to. I can't wait, and I'm glad other people are going to get to experience that because I've had four races now. And so I'm, I, I kind of know what that's going to be like. I, I might have some, it's been a long time since I've done a race, so I may have some sort of, you know, flashback to that, but I know what that's going to be like. I know it's not as big for me, but for others, it's going to be huge. Yeah. I mean, just probably everything building up to race day, oh, your adrenaline's yeah. going, you're nauseous before um, it starts. Cause you're nervous. You just want to get started. Yeah. That's it. Just yep. get running and get going. Well, so John's like, Pete, I'm going to help train you and I'm going to encourage you. He said, but race day, he's like, I go into race mode. I go into race mode, and I said, I get that. We're all, and how is that not so true in life? We're yeah. all in our own race. Yeah. Now we can bring people alongside, like we're doing with this race. Yeah. Community. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important to have friends and be in a community, the right friends. Yeah. But people that are motivated around you, we say this all the time. Um, I think they, they, s- there's a study that they say that you're the average of the five closest friends that you mm. have. So, I mean, to have this community of people running alongside, I mean, to go race day and everyone run, but then during the race, you're on your own. Yeah. You're in charge of motivating yourself. Yeah. You're in charge of battling your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. Because how many times, I mean, hopefully everyone's prepared enough to where no one does this, but just in training, and I'm running three miles, by mile two I go, I could take this this street right here and cut it in half and just get back to my house. Yeah. Or I keep going straight and I go for another mile. Yeah. And it's it's this for the for that twenty feet of where I could turn, it's one of the hardest mental battles. Yeah. Because it's like oh, you could have turned. It could mm-hmm. would have been so easy. You could go home and have a shower. And that's what race day is gonna be like. You're gonna be battling your own mind. And I mean, that's I feel like that's how life is sometimes where people get beat themselves down and you have to have discipline and control of your mind. Yeah. Yeah. I think you, in, 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 in my life, there has to be things that are not things that I'm trying not to do, but things that I non-negotiably don't do or non-negotiably do. Mm. And so we have probably a list of, 10 things in our life that fall into that category without us even thinking we non-negotiably brush our teeth we generally speaking non-negotiably buckle our seat belt mm-hmm. and 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 we non-negotiably adhere to the laws of the land on any given day they've, they've become habits they become habits yeah. right and there are things we have the option to speed we have the option to not brush our teeth and not exercise proper hygiene we have the option to not uh, wear a seatbelt and do the things that are safe to show up to work on time. Right. So there are things that are equally, if not more important than some of those things in our own lives that we have to, it can't be something I'm not working on brushing my teeth every day. 
right. are not working on adhering to the laws of the land. And so there are going to be things in your life that you have to set aside and go, this isn't even a conversation. And I think when you can put that in your mind mentally, you can you can become a much more disciplined person because mm. it's not, you know, this, it's like the whole like idea that you have, you know, the angel on the left side and the devil right. on the other side. They're not, that's not even a conversation being had in either ear. Right. Like it's just, it is what it is. It's happening. That's exactly yeah. right. And so or it's not happening. If, if we're going to show up in November at this race and not get injured to run the entire time, to have a respectable, time Mm -hmm. you know three and a half or under half marathon then uh and get our medal and 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 complete this race that we've committed to it's going to it's not going to be we're not going to try to run between november we have to run right so like replace that with whatever it is in your life right and i think you you can then decide okay these are the steps that we're going to need to do to get there and that works. I mean, that that's going to bleed into your professional life, yeah. your relationships. And so if I want a healthy relationships, I have to have boundaries. There's going to be things I'm not working on not cheating on my wife. I'm not working on not right. flirting with my coworkers. Right. Like I'm not doing those things right. because I love my wife and I want to hurt her. And right. I'm not supposed to do those things. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's – and I hope after the race – we all maybe once a week go, I want to go for a run. Yeah. Not, not Maybe not together, but in our own mind, we're like, I kind of miss it. Yeah. I kind of miss the habit that I had. Now, we're not going to be doing the training that we're doing, right? Mm-hmm. But to just go out and run a mile and feel good about it. Yeah. It brings you back to the race, and you remember the training that you did. And then you have something – you've changed something about your life. And that's what sometimes it's all about. I think sometimes people get so defeated in life, and people think that – Life is just getting up, going to work, and working for either the weekend or working to retirement. Yeah, I heard some guy. I've heard guys say that in just in public, like, "Oh man, I, you know, I can't wait till I can retire." You know, it's like you're 31 years old. That's all you're working for. Yeah, there's so much you can do in your life, but by then, yeah. there's so many things you can change. By I mean, this is a race. We're all running our own race, but. There's so many influential things you could do. You could change your life. You could come. You could design something. You could come along other alongside other people and help encourage them. And yeah. So there's a lot more to it, and it, it's discouraging when I hear people say like, "Oh, it's you know, it's Monday tomorrow." Oh, like, well, yeah. Why aren't you excited about Monday? Yeah. It's another day. It's another this day. Particular to- industry I'm in. Yeah. It is like a data point. We made it. We made it, everybody. It's Friday. I'm right. like. Was it that bad? Or right. happy Monday. Oh, it's a Monday. Yeah, I get it. I'm never going to retire. I don't think it's healthy, too. I'm not going to do it. I, no. I'm, I, I, will, I will slow down. Right. I will probably not uh, be in as central of a position as I am right now. Right. And I'll probably get off of that machine probably right. when I'm 60 or probably 55 and probably go down into a frontline role, have some fun for a few years. Right. And then probably go into some sort of account management position and have a have a portfolio of people that mm-hmm. I've built relationships with. Hit up the conference twice a year. Check out the meet up with the client. Yep. That just and take how about, it easy. How about I don't want to do it. I, 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 I would drive Lindsay crazy. So how about mentoring someone else? Yeah, 
being coaching, developing others. Yeah. I think we need more of that as well because people need that. Even if they don't want to ask for that. Yeah. I mean, look at our friend Don. He's retired and I'm putting up quotation marks. That man stays busy. Yeah. He's He's constantly, he's constantly inviting people over. He's constantly getting, getting with the youth and, and encouraging them and inviting them over to partake and just, you know, going on his boat or just, Riding a four wheeler. I, I, I think he'd go crazy if he didn't. If he didn't do it, right. I think. I think because he, our minds he has are to go. He's got to move, and I've got to move, and I got to go. Even when I'm on vacation, I I, yeah. I I think at times I'm a little excessive with it. But Lindsay knows when I'm antsy, and she's got to like we got to go somewhere. We yeah. got to go and do something. It's now it's, we are we are talking from the male perspective because I yeah, think we, we see eye to eye. Yeah, and that's I need to have I need to have some females on this podcast to get their perspective of you this. Do. But from a male perspective, it's that's how th- that's how I think it's healthy for us. Work is healthy constantly. W- and I'm not saying like there'll be a point where like you said you'll slow down. Mhm. And you've worked to the you've worked yeah. hard enough to that point. Yeah. But uh, you'll yeah. take on a more mental Yeah, mental I'm not going to take on a startup company at right. 55. <laughs> I don't, yeah, this is hard enough right now. Right. And I'm almost 40. So Right. Yeah, it, and I think that's just an encouragement to people out there that I mean my father just Started his own company. Yeah, he's in his sixties. Is he? You never. You're he never too good. old. Looks good for his sixties. He's gonna hear you say that. Yeah. You hear that? Got a lot of energy. There you go, Drew. Looks young, he's youthful. And I think the best thing for him is <laughs> work. That that it's just funny in my mind. I'm telling my dad the best thing for him is work. He's gonna be like, yeah, okay, but he's. Purpose. He's he's hustling. He's hustling yeah. with this, um, and he's he's growing it. And yeah. I think, th- first of all, it's never too late to do what you want or go out there and do something. Yeah. And he's had some of the biggest setbacks you could have for a starting a company mm-hmm. in the height of COVID. I mean, yeah. when companies are going out of business. So, needless to say, um, I think work is healthy. I think. Hard work is healthy. I think habits are healthy. I think all these things are good and right in your life. And I don't think – I shouldn't say I don't think a lot of people don't have it. I know I don't have enough of it. I'll, sp- I'll say me. I won't project that onto other people, but I don't believe I have enough of it in my life, and I think other people would agree. Yeah. Maybe not of me, but maybe themselves. Yeah. Regardless, all of what we're saying is those are good things. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um. So, what are you passionate about? Mm. Because I'm going to be honest with you, Uh, I don't know if I've figured out what I'm passionate about. I think it's a question I constantly ask myself. It's tough. Like I, I mean, I'm passionate about family. I'm passionate about friends. I enjoy the creative process. I like to. I like to write. I, I have not done that as much as I ought. Um, I love to cook. And so when you think about the creative process, the one thing I love about cooking is that it has absolutely nothing to do with anything I do for work. There's no, at no point does cooking and my primary vocation ever overlap. And so that's a nice break from that. Right. I love, um, I love having people to my house. Dick hosting. I do. I like yeah. hosting. I like to. Um, I like to. I like to make things for people that yeah. make them happy. Yeah. And 
Um, I, I think that that is you are very if, good at cooking. If I can, if I can, if I can make a meal for people, and they can enjoy that, and I can sit back and just be with them and fellowship with them and listen to them and hear from them, that it, I could do that every day of my life. Yeah. That would be. <laughs> That see that that would that would be how I I could spend retirement. Yeah. Um. When that time ever does actually come, and so, yeah, that's that's what I love to do. I like to be around people. I find I find people, probably, the more fascinating. I think I find them more fascinating than anything in this life. The complexities of people, their background, their trauma, right. their childhood, right? Everything that makes them the sum of who they are, right? Um, when they when they're when they're over my house and and unpacking that and I've always been known to ask questions that were maybe a little bit too bold right maybe a little too early in a friendship because I, I want to get to know people I think I've seen you ask some of the funniest questions of people <laughs> if you have a new couple over you're like what do they do that drives you crazy yeah and it's like, uh, they don't know how to respond well, you because catch them. <laughs> yeah and 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 because you they come over and you're like. I don't know. I, I feel like people, they put their best foot or best face forward. Yeah. And they, they, they want to be seen. Yeah. Like in reality, there's a little bit, you never know. People might've gotten an argument on the way over and that (laughs) might kind of cut the awkwardness for them to talk it out. And, um, so yeah, I, I want to know people on a deep level. I don't like, I can't stand surface relationships. I have to go deep with people. So I'm passionate about people, um, passionate about cooking, Passionate about the creative process. Yeah, man. I, I, I don't have good hobbies. They're odd. No, that's fine. I've got three follow-up questions for you. Yeah. First follow-up question. Do you enjoy people watching? I do. It seems like that would kind of coincide. Because yeah. then you'd, you're I like watching like, the husband. Really? I do. I, I, I like to see the 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 husband seems to be the one who seems that his engagement is always on the spectrum like you either got a super engaged dad or you like who's even like leading the way Mm -hmm. or you have a dad who's just being pulled around by the wife and Mm -hmm. the kids and being driven and i think i like it's interesting for me to watch you want to unpack from the outside yeah how that works let's sit down and unpack this yeah (laughs) Yeah. right is he on his phone looking down while his kids Mm, are away like or is he involved at all right um and so yeah i i find that pretty fascinating okay second follow-up question Mm -hmm. you still plan on doing your christmas party the uh the the, classy christmas yeah yes this city this city needs some class a classy christmas yeah okay there's that piece right this community of people they need to come together under one thing and that one thing is a nice authentic organic mistletoe hanging with frank in the background we're talking black tie right we're talking black tie and what i'm what i'm gonna wear is i'm gonna wear a red velvet jacket and i'm gonna wear some black pants and i'm gonna wear I'm not wearing dress shoes. I'm wearing slippers, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so you, almost like you have your uh yeah. your um what's it? Not smoking jacket. Not, yeah, smoke. Is it's, that what's that's called? that's jacket? that's yes. fair, that's right? The look you yeah. have? It's not it's not that like it's not Hugh Hefner. Right, right, right. But that's what I want to do and yeah. I'm going to I'm going to what I want to do is cuz my house isn't big enough to do this and I can't smoke inside, mm-hmm. but I do want to have cigars mm-hmm. and I want to have a tent. 
that comes off the back of the the, the porch. Is that, the, is that where the dancing is? Because they're got to be dancing, dancing right? Yeah. yeah, we're gonna have Frank Sinatra, and I, I want to see. I want to. I want. I want a heavy hors d'oeuvre on a platter beforehand. Work in the room. Yep. How's the kids? Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean. I love it. I love it. I was First thinking off, about this. No the other kids, day. but I, yeah. I was thinking about this the other day, and I was looking up the jacket that I'd want to buy. Yeah. And I just, I'm, I'm ready for yeah. it. Yeah. I'm ready to mingle and just have because, I think that's another thing that's kind of lost is we, people, people don't get together like that anymore. People yeah. don't get together in those formal settings and, and enjoy each other's company. Um, on a kind of elegant level. Yeah. So. You know what I'd love to do? I was thinking about this the other day. I'd love to get some nice golf carts because parking's going to be a nightmare, right? <laughs> golf cart guy comes up, picks you up at the car. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Like yes. maybe even like a six-seater, you stop because you, 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 you got a group, but you stop, let the people get out. Yep. You get on because yep. we've got room. And ev- every lady, t- every lady's grabbing her train because she's, she's got a, right. a dress on. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Like they're laughing already because they see it from a distance yep. and they just know. Like I want it to be intentionally over the top. Right. Like I want people to remember this and come together. And, and people in a time where people are all over the place yes. with their COVID, they're all over the place with their politics. None of that. We're leaving it all at the door. We're gonna come in and we're gonna have a nice, classy Christmas. And you gotta have babysitters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no kids. Nobody yeah. wants. Nobody wants their kids there. Yeah. The kids are cute. They got the you know th- yep. their dress on, but that's that's not what we're here for. They don't want that. They'll be bored. Exactly. You'll be, you'll be trying to get them home. Not at this one. This one. This one doesn't end until eleven thirty. You know <laughs> what I mean? Maybe. No, it's a, and to me, that's just talking about this. I can tell it's right up your alley. You, oh. you enjoy doing these kind of things, and that's. That's a great thing to have. Yeah, it's just in a sense that is a hobby. Happy. In a sense that make, is a hobby. It is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like, I like, I like getting people together. Yeah. And then third question. I th- I believe we live in a society right now where w- everyone is so pushed to have their day job and their passion align. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's that's a very small percentage that that ever happens. Yeah. You got pro athletes who are like, I dreamt of doing this as a kid. You got other people that maybe travel for a living and do YouTube, mm-hmm. right? And they're content creators. Mm-hmm. Their worlds have kind of yet done that, right? They've yeah. their passion have become and work has joined. But I think that's so pushed nowadays that people hate their normal job because it's not what they're passionate about. Yeah. I'm I'm like if I was gonna say your your instance, I'm passionate about people, but all I do is I I stock shelves. Is there not an opportunity for people to get break out of that? And what would you what would you say to a society? Do you see this? And would you say to a society? What would you say to that society? In you can work towards your passion, and it's okay to figure out your. I don't know what I'm currently passionate about. I'm passionate about my family, and my kids, but. I don't know what my work passion and everything is, and I think yeah. that's okay. Yeah. I've come to grips with that, that I think I might not realize that till my my 50s, and that's okay. Yeah. But for a society, what would you say? Would you speak, speak into that a little bit? What do you think? Yeah, I, 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 I start with the, uh, the premise that uh, all work is meaningful. And so um, I am perfectly fine with somebody who is stocking shelves, they are comfortable stocking shelves. 
understands that that particular job is a means to an end. And if that allows them to explore their passions outside because you get to cut it off and you are completely right. engaged into what you to, to something that's outside of that, right. then it sounds like you found your dream job. And for mm. some people, that's an interesting thing. That yeah. low, for some people, and I think it's fine, that low level of stress is the most healthy decision they could possibly make for their life. And so I think I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell somebody break out of it. I would say, what do you want? What is, what would you do? There, there was a, there was a guy who put out, it was like a video, but it was a video that went viral, but it was this professor and he started, he asked the question, what would you do if money were no object? And, um, what would you do if you didn't need the money from that thing? And it, it, it's all, the whole idea is, well, I, because that's the problem. Nobody asks the question because they go, I want to, I, I want to teach horseback riding. I think he uses the example. I want to teach horseback riding, but I can't, I can't pay for gas. To I get can't there. make any money off of doing it. Yeah. And so, his idea is that if you explore a passion and you build enough of a discipline, you'll find people who can benefit from something. And mm. so it, it's, it, it can be, it can feel a little naive at times because I don't think there's a market for absolutely everything. Right. But if, if I, if I was talking to, to, you know, out of respect for your question, if I'm talking to a stock a person who stock shelves that doesn't want to do that, that's the first question. What is it that you want? What do you want to do? What right. are not even like I, I I feel there's too much pressure in this life for people to have not everybody's gonna be able to have a job that is their passion and the world really go round. Right. And so I think the people that are able to marry the two um are able I think that that's special mm-hmm. and I think that that's that is great. That's ideal, but it's not always the case. And I also think there's, I probably think still most 90% of the people love the end of the day. Yeah. Like even if it's like, I'm, I'm passionate about what I do for a living, but at the same time, I also love cutting it off at six o'clock. Right. Right. I like, I like Friday afternoon when I know we're headed into the weekend. And so, um, that person to, to, you know, I find out what they want and then, I would encourage them to understand the path to get there. What is the path? Not not worry about whether or not you can attain at a time, but what is the path to doing a thing? So if I'm stocking shelves, but I want to go be an EMT, I know that I need to do the research. First step is talk to an EMT and find out how I did that. Then I need to go to school. Then yeah. I need to get certified. Then I yeah. need to take tests. And then I need to apply with the city. And the city might actually be able to help with the cost of the school. So now I have a 15-point plan of how to get there. Yeah. Then you center around what the steps are going to take that are in order for you to get there. We were talking earlier about values. And so does the steps that I'm taking fall within the value of me becoming an EMT? Yeah. That's that's the conversation I would have with that individual. But if I ask him and he goes, I don't want to do that. I'm a, I'm a gamer. I love it. I'm passionate about it. I don't want to. I don't want to do it full time. I don't want to do it for money. I just want to play video games. And the stock job allows me to do that. 
then that's on that person. I can't. Yeah. 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 And I get that. It's, um, I think the majority of people though, that listen to this are the first person. They're trying to work towards breaking out of what they're doing. Yeah. Um, or they love what they're doing and they just want some encouragement and how to grow that. Yeah. Um, I think a realistic viable path, um, I think is important. So there's this very good advice. Yeah. So in, in, in sales, we have what are called, um, smart goals. Yeah. Yeah. You're familiar with that. And I think it's very good for life because it's specific. I'm naming it specific. Go for it. I want to be, uh, I want to be debt free by the end of the year. That's a specific target. Yeah. It's measurable, which is this is going to be measured by the amount of debt that I'm paying off on a monthly basis before the end of the year, I've got 12 months to do it. Okay. Is this goal attainable? Meaning I'm not going to say that I'm going to pay off my house this year because the math does not allow for such a thing to happen. You're not saying that you're going to get out of debt and then have a million dollar surplus. Exactly. Absolutely. So is it attainable? Yes. Okay. It is. I'm going to pay off $40,000 of debt this year. Okay. So I'm going to take that divided by 12. Is it attainable? Yes, it is. Does it work with the budget? Absolutely. It's going to take some sacrifice, but we're going to make it work. It is absolutely attainable because if it's not, you're going to get burned out by February. Um, is it relevant? Meaning, is it actually a goal that you need to be looking at right now? Because mm-hmm. that goal could be, I want to have a boat by the end of the year. So the relevancy of it, is this an important thing that I need to be pursuing right now? Right. And for, in the case of paying off debt, I'd say for most people, that is the case. And is it timely? So it's not just this goal that I have floating out in the ether that I can either attain this year or attain next year or the year after that. No, it's got to be done by December because that's going to change your behavior. If it has no deadline on it, then you're just going to, you're, you're going to allow yourself to skip a month or two or you're, it's not going to measure the behavior. So that's, that's the idea behind it. Right. So, right. Yeah. Whether that's a, a particular, you know, life objective you want to hit or a career goal, I would I would center around those particular. One second, Carrington. Do you want to say goodnight to everyone? Say goodnight. Goodnight. Thank you. Sorry about that. Um, no. So let's let's like say those you again. You have the goal of eight children, <laughs> right? And so that's timely because <laughs> your wife is not going to be able to produce children for for the rest of her life. Yeah. So we'll call it forty-five. 50. I don't know. When, when do you want to have your last child? For, the, for those listening, he's saying that right in front of my wife, trying to draw <laughs> yeah. a reaction out of her here with right. this eight children number. Is this a specific? Yes, it's eight children. Is it right. measurable? Yes. How many kids do I have? Yeah. <laughs> Is it attainable? <laughs> Who yeah. knows? Very relevant and timely. Yes. Um, no, but for those that were just listening, SMART goals. Specific. Measurable. Attainable. attainable relevant, relevant timely. and timely. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think I think that the bookends of that are very very important. Be specific because sometimes people get so broad with their goals. Yeah. I want to do this 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 this. And that's one thing I learned from John. He categorizes his goals yearly. Mm-hmm. Every year he sets his goals and he categorizes he's got a fitness goals, he's got personal goals. Yeah. He's got so specific and then the, the end one timely like you were saying. Right at the end, I could have a goal that I want to be a millionaire by when? Yeah. I want to be a millionaire. Okay, well, save I'm your seven, money. Up. I'm 70, 70 years old and I'm a millionaire. Great. Was that my goal? Yeah. What if I want to be a millionaire by 40? Yeah. Right? So, timely. 
you got to put parameters around it. That's it. So well, no, it that's, changes your level of urgency. If I want to lose does, 20 yes. pounds by this race in November, my activity is going to look different than if I want to lose 20 pounds by 2025. Yeah. Because I can kill these crumble cookies over here and probably still hit that goal, even right. though I shouldn't be having those, and I'm going to have right. a real bad race in November. So Well, it, look what you just said. It changes your urgency. Yeah. And that's yeah. what it's about. That's it changes your doing. urgency levels. because it changes what I'm doing today. If it doesn't light a fire under you, why are you doing it? I love it. Why? Yeah. There's no point. So no, th- those are those are. I think we yeah. may we may have just come up with the title of this this podcast episode. Oh really? Smart goals by John. Smart goals. Jonathan. Well, I didn't come up with that. No, I know, but setting smart goals with out, Jonathan though. Owens. It's worked time. well. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think it doesn't matter what career you're doing or what you're doing. I don't. I think if you're if you're a father, I think mm-hmm. if you're a mother, I think if you work in data, if you work in outside sales, yeah. if you're st- stacking shells, if you're a gamer, I think that if you s- set these that types of goals, and I learned that in college, and it's always nice to have a refresher, one of the very little things I, I learned in college. But yeah, needless to say, um, no, that's that's good. Yeah. There's a, there's a missing letter there that I think is – in a sense addressed in the part where it's measurable you're going to be looking at it i think it's important in the time in the timely piece of it that it is it is timed and it's tracked and so we need to look at these things and go are we trending towards this target because life is life is long and so the idea of things Mm -hmm. being attainable may be fluid because I have a goal of running a half marathon in November, but I could get diagnosed with cancer in September. Mm-hmm. And so you need to you need to be able to look at your life or look at your business and go, all right, we're going to look at this every month. Is it still specific? Yeah. Is it still that specific thing that yeah. I want? Is it still measurable? Is this are we are are we? How is it being measured? Is it still attainable? Is it still relevant? Because that's a big one in business. Is this something that we need to be pursuing? Um, and so I think that the time part, it's important to do regular check-ins on your life and regular check-in on those goals to, um, would you say like monthly? Yeah. I, well, you know, I, I think it depends on the goal. I think, okay, yeah. yeah, I think, you know, for instance, I guess for us with running, have, ours is weekly. That's it. Yeah. I, yeah. I would look at it. Yeah. More frequently. So that yeah. would just depend on the, and then for yeah. someone that owns a business, it would be monthly. Yeah. Month end. Yeah. Follow-ups. I mean, that's. Yeah, that's very good. So you want it to be smart with two T's at the end. Yeah. You got to give Trend enough line. time. Like I I said the other day online, like a watch pot never boils. Because in my space, people expect change immediately. They're, pardon me. They, they expect results immediate. And mm-hmm. they think that those changes are going to yield immediate results. And unfortunately, it just has not been. That's not the case. I think that's. Time. I think society as a whole. Yeah. The yeah. fact that my phone might take an extra five seconds to load up Google Ugh. frustrates me. Why Drives is me that? Ah, Our parents instant. had, my parents had uh, dial-up. Right. They go do something while their internet loaded. Yeah. Right, and we just live in a society where it's instant gratifications, instant. Yeah. If I, and that's that's why, like, I talk to John all the time, and I'm like, I'm running. Why am I not seeing this? this progression why am i not seeing change well actually i am yeah but i'm not paying attention to it i ran three miles the other night an average pace of 
I think I was 9.53 a mile. It was good. I couldn't do that two months ago. Yeah. I'd be running probably 11-minute miles. Yeah. So there is a change. Yeah. I'm just hating – I'm not enjoying the run, so I don't see the change. So you're not – yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. People think you measure it so that you see where you're missing it. You also – yeah, sure, but you also measure it to see where you're attaining it. Yeah. Like – that's encouraging. That's going to get you to keep. That's going to keep you going and going. This right. is working right. for me. Why do yeah. we? Th- why do we? Um, why do we have this preconceived notion that uh, we're going to enjoy the journey of anything? <laughs> why do we? Th- why do we think that? Why do we think that the journey is going to be magical? Is it Hollywood? It's Hollywood esque. Like watching Rocky from getting beat. Because if it's meant to be, it to won't be hard. Right. Yeah, I think that's if Rocky, what we think. If Rocky's yeah. training, he gets beat, and then he has this magical moment of him training, and then he gets to the final fight and wins. Yeah. I'm sorry if I spoiled Rocky for anyone. That You should have watched yeah. it by now. But I've never seen it. That journey, oh, I just spoiled it for you. Mm. I would never would. It's it's the story in every movie, so yeah. it's the same kind of gist. But it's this kind of Hollywood-esque moment where it's like the journey is what it's all about. Mm. And sometimes it is all about the journey. Yeah. Life's a, life's a journey. But why do we think it's going to be so like magical and perfect along the way? And it's not going to be tough. Yeah. I, I just don't think a lot of people have taken long journeys. I, I really uh, don't. Like, at least of their own choice. Yeah. And so um, I don't think that we're a people that tend to see things to completion. I think we think, as I said before, that if it's meant to be, it's just going to get paved for, the road will just be paid for us. For some people, the road has been paid for them in right, almost right. every capacity. And But that the road won't be hard. And mm. as soon as it is, they stop. And so they've never felt the glory, the taste of satisfaction, knowing I built this thing or I've been blessed with this thing. And um, so they never I've been the blessed line. with the energy to, 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 to cross that finish line. So they've never finished the, crossed the finish line. They've never known that satisfaction. Right. And so, um, yeah. Which goes back to what you said at the beginning of this. You're excited about everyone running this race because you know the feeling of crossing that finish line, and you're excited about everyone else crossing That's that finish right. line. That's right, yeah. I can't wait to see, get to, to, to watch them experience that. Yeah, yeah. and it, it, this goes back to what you're saying right now. People just haven't sometimes. Mm. People haven't taken these journeys or yeah. they don't know they what... They push themselves. Yeah. yeah. They get comfortable. Yeah. We 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 love comfort. We, we we stay with what we like. And I'm the same way. I'm a I'm a person of absurd routine. And I oh, go you're to saying the music same to my ears. coffee shops. I drink the same thing. And a lot of that is centered around things that I started drinking when I quit drinking alcohol um, to help like curb mm-hmm. cravings and things like that. But yeah, I I'm just a I'm a I'm a I'm wired that way that I creature of habit very much, very much. So how do you think we break out of our comfort zone? Oh, we're doing it right now. We're on the uncomfort zone. Yeah. Music to my ears. That's it. Guys, I paid him to say that. Yep. Here's your 20. That's it. <laughs> 20 bucks is that what I get? <laughs> 20 bucks an hour. Um that we're almost done. That's uh yeah, that's that's what this is about. I've appreciated you coming on this. It's good to be here. Yeah. This has been fun. Yeah. I'm glad your dad's been listening to it, and he's going to hear that I complimented him. They look good. Twice. Yeah. You're doing it twice now. I am, yeah. You still have to get breakfast with him. I do. I'm going to. Yep. Yeah. And look at that. There it is. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, and uh, go do something that pushes you out of your com- comfort zone, and maybe, just maybe, 
into the uncomfort zone.